This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome to the Divine Power Podcast, where we discuss the power of healing, spirituality, and becoming boundless. My name is Hannah Horn, and I am so grateful to connect with you beyond what is physical. Let's get started. Hello, hello. Welcome to, I believe, the 16th episode of the Divine Power Podcast. This is absolutely insane. I know it's only 16, which is not that crazy, but I am just very excited to be recording today, as I always say that, especially because today is a bit different than most days. Um... (laughs) Where do I even begin? So before I get started, I just want to say that I'm not sure when my last episode before I leave will be, but I do know that it's coming soon, sooner than I expected. I waited for this day for months and months and months and months, and now that it's like finally here and I'm living it, it's baffling to me. It's just absolutely insane. I just don't have any words for it. Uh... I think there were a couple things that I wanted to clarify from last episode, but I believe I gave enough disclaimers to address that everything that I say is my opinion, my judgment, my outlook, and my story. This isn't me trying to push um, any ideologies or anything like that. This is just me documenting my life because I think that's a really cool thing that we get to do in this day and age that wasn't possible 50, 60 years ago and I'm taking advantage of it. Anyway, uh, I'm actually vlogging myself doing this right now, which is crazy. I, I hate the word vlogging because there's such a stereotypical negative sort of term on it, but I really just want to do filmmaking and documentation and record my life. I love storytelling. I absolutely love storytelling. The goal is one day to have a good enough quality camera and editing system that I can produce content that is full of nature and scenery and traveling and just documenting my life for my future self to look back on while still making sure that I'm present in the moment, which is something that I have been practicing like crazy in terms of taking photos or videos of things that I want to, but not analyzing them too much after and not make posting them on social media if that makes sense I'll I'll post them when I get home or when I'm sitting down or when I'm not doing something that I truly want to be engaged entirely in the present moment for just because moments at the beach or sunrise or walking through a park are too precious to me to be staring at my screen the whole time anyway I woke up around 5 45 6 a.m this morning thank god the sun's getting up a little bit later i am not the type to get up at 5 30 a.m every single day i like to sleep in some days and that is perfectly okay but i for some reason i cannot start my day 
or get functioning without my yoga so I'm a little nervous when I go to basic training when it comes to that but I feel like I'm gonna try to sneak my yoga in when I'm sleeping or like meditate when I'm quote-unquote supposed to be sleeping and uh, did my yoga practice and then I left for the beach and the clouds were super gray but it was okay because I was going to go run at the beach I just want to change the scenery i've been running the same trail as beautiful as it is i've been running the same trail around my neighborhood for we're going on three years now and it does get repetitive so i just decided to go for a run near the beach and then i hopped in the water it was so funny to me because it's like 66 degrees out and i guess that's like super cold for floridians why can i say that for floridians it's really cold. So when I went to go see the sunrise and sit by the beach, everybody, if not everybody, there was one other guy who was skimboarding, but he was still in like a wetsuit. Everybody was like shaking and freezing cold. (laughs) And here I am in my shorts and my bathing suit, smiling ear to ear because I just cannot wait to hop in the water. I think it probably had to do something with the fact that I just went for a run so my body was really hot and I wanted a way to cool off quickly but I got in the water and it was so warm the euphoria that I felt it is moments like that that truly allow me to see that I am living like truly truly living that's what living means to me is moments like that moments of absolute bliss i was just smiling ear to ear i was looking up at the sky and there was these beautiful as i know it wasn't colorful like the typical sunrise but it didn't matter to me i was just so the stillness the fact that there was hardly anybody there i could just be oh I wish I could, uh, there are moments that I wish to go back to that, but my Yoga Sutra book talks about how we can't cling on to past moments and wanting to relive them, but I just was in absolute euphoria. I was just going, I was literally underwater. I was like, wow, 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 wow. I was looking up at the sky. I was like, wow, 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 wow. The water was just so warm. It was just, ah, I have no words for it. And then I got out. My life sounds like a cliche. It really does now that I'm like actually saying it out loud. My life sounds like a fucking cliche. Whatever. I don't care. It's my life. I love my life. And then I got out of the water and decided to journal. I wanted to read, but it just wasn't happening. So I just sat there, journaled, and truly embraced the present moment. I was filming here and there, but that's what I wanted to talk about is that... Oh, it's 12-12. Cool. I wanted to talk about is like I'll film... And then I'll wait to post later on. I don't do it right there in that moment. Because it, I don't I don't know. It's just not very gratifying to me. Um, um, also about deleting social media. I've been doing that but not for days on end. So what I do is when I want to post something or engage in somebody else's content. Just specifically somebody else's content or answer a DM or whatever. I'll download it. I know it sounds really silly and tedious, but it's what works for me. So to each their own. I'll download it for like however long I'm using it, 5, 10, 15 minutes, and then I'll delete it. Because I notice that if I don't delete it, I will go back on and just get sucked into the whirlpool of social media. 
I don't know, I'm just that way. It is what it is. So I did take, I kind of wanted to talk about my journaling session. I had one a couple days ago that was really just gratifying. I, oh, also, I actually just recorded an episode with Noah from the Age of Spirit podcast and we recorded one for his episode or his podcast and then we're going to be recording one for mine hopefully relatively soon. But it was really awesome getting to actually meet him because I had so much social anxiety. We met the night before and we were thinking that we would think of ideas or possibly record when we first met but it just didn't work out that way we literally when i tell you we talked for four straight hours about everything and anything we did just pure connection just pure connection absolute just pure connection that's all i gotta say (laughs) we were just so present the both of us i felt like high on life i don't know how else to explain it i felt extremely high but in a sober manner which is just how i am i don't know i truly felt euphoria. I've been feeling a lot of euphoria the past couple of days. All right, my computer had to restart for whatever reason, so I am back. Sorry about that. I apologize. Um, Today's going to be a really short, quick episode. Just me discussing how much self-love has improved my life and how much In the beginning of it all, I didn't really understand when people would just say, just love yourself, just love yourself. And I would sometimes just be like, oh my goodness, you sound so arrogant because it's so much easier said than done when you continue to struggle with it on a daily basis. But, but I like to study different lectures from different people just so I can get different perspectives and different ideologies whether it's from a scientist, whether it's from a guru, whether it's just from an actor who has, (laughs) uh, what's his name? Russell Brandt or whatever. And, um, Jim Carrey, they, I guess, have been seen as people who have humbled themselves away from the fame. And for quite some time, I beat myself up for wanting a life that I knew was going to get criticism and the only reason it would get criticism is because it appears a certain way that it's not. I truly, when I sit down with myself and I ask myself, what will make you fulfilled in this human life? And if I'm honest with myself, building my own home or living in a small minimal space um, and then possibly living in a van, dealing with struggles, growing my own food, cooking all my own meals, brewing my own coffee, just the little simple things. I had to really ask myself, yes, that is what's going to make me happy for just a portion of my life. I think it was like a month. I was really considering just getting a degree, picking a career, and forcing myself to adhere to the norms of society so that I could feel accepted and not feel so ashamed for wanting something that wasn't technically evolved. I hope that makes a little bit of sense. It's just there's no, there's absolutely nothing wrong with both ways of life. And I wish some people would just understand that. For example, I have a friend who 
literally knows what career path they want and are taking the steps to pursue it and want to have a degree in that field and want to be a certified person in that field and they want that to be their life. And I don't want that. And for so long, I would beat myself up for wanting just to work at a different places. Maybe work at one restaurant, then work at the other, then work at a cafe, then work at a grocery store, then continue to build this business through content, whether that's podcasts, YouTube videos, Instagram posts, or whatever. Not looking to fully fund myself on social media because I actually do enjoy the simple things in life like working just a regular typical job I don't know I don't know why my heart longs for that but it does and that might change over the course of a couple years who knows but uh the real thing that I wanted to talk about today was breaking free from deep deep programming I know I've talked about programming in the past but programming that will allow you to love yourself on a scientific and quantum physics level. I wrote down a couple notes the other night and I found it really fascinating. So I was listening to a lecture by Bruce Lipton and I just titled my notes this way, to be programmed and to break free. So a couple things that I wrote down are, beyond spirituality, science reveals through quantum physics and epigenetics that we are in an energy field living through this body because a lot of people that prioritize their entire belief system and perspective on just science don't want to see the somewhat spiritual aspect of the world. So people like Bruce Lipton have allowed it so in a way of explaining it through quantum physics that if you see it as just energy because it cannot be created nor destroyed you are that living in this human physical body in simplest terms energy cannot be created or destroyed it remains constant and ever flowing consciousness is running the biology consciousness is not physical it's an energy the world this planet has the ability in holding the evolution of creation. What kind of reality do you want to create? Struggle is inevitable. Embrace it. Struggle allows you to learn and take that lesson to curate betterment into your life. The first seven years of a human life is at a lower vibration. The brain is in somewhat of a hypnosis state or theta or imagination. The idea is before you can become conscious, if you don't have programs, what are you going to be conscious of? A child observes and downloads the authority above them. If you observe and download thought processes from people who view life in a manner of, quote unquote, life is hard, all I do is struggle, who are you to think you'll make it? Your subconscious will portray these false limiting beliefs into your conscious reality. 95% of your day is subconscious and 5% is conscious. To simply ask yourself, where am I struggling? on a thought process level is inevitably due to subconscious programming that does not support the final destination you desire. For example, going on to loving yourself. For so long, I thought it was just going to happen overnight and I'm still working on it. It has become so much more prevalent in my life and I think that's because I've been prioritizing affirmations on a day-to-day basis and we're going to get into that. But I just thought that one day I would wake up and love myself if I looked a certain way. And that never happened. 
no matter how much weight I lost, no matter how clear my skin got, no matter how well I did my hair or my makeup, I still struggled. And I had to ask myself, is this due to subconscious programming? And I really sat down with myself and I was like, yeah, for so long, I let this story of I'm not beautiful, I'm not as pretty as this person, I'm not as beautiful as this person, who am I to think that I am gorgeous when this person in this world exists? And I let those stories play and play and play and they no longer, they no longer exist in my mind because through affirmations, I have reprogrammed my brain. And over time and still to this day, I'm still doing them. I remind myself that beauty is so much more than the outer exterior and I know and I'm what's crazy is a lot of these cheesy sayings like kill them with kindness, love yourself, beauty is within all these cheesy cliche sayings for so long when I was young much younger I used to kind of roll my eyes at but now that I'm getting older I'm like oh gosh they're so true and I wish I would have just listened for so long. The conscious mind is creative and can learn examples it can read listen experience presently the subconscious can learn but through hypnosis state or theta which is the first seven years of your life but as you get older it must be through repetition habits affirmation re-educating for example away from just affirmations the best way that i can put it is when you learn the alphabet having to repeat that day in and day out in order to for your subconscious to remember or driving a car you didn't know how to just drive a car right off the bat those are like the most simplest terms or whether you had to learn how to cook or do a certain mathematical equation it took habitual practice and repetition over time for your subconscious brain to memorize it so it's beyond just your conscious reality wishes and desires come from the conscious mind it is often creative we must learn to make the wishes and desires our programs to live through love, grace, and surrender. Change the composition of the cultural medium, change the fate of the cells. Change the picture, you change the chemistry. Stepping away from being victims of our programming and becoming creators of our lives is so empowering. And a cool quote by Carl Jung that I really like is, I am not what happened to me, I am what I choose to become. And I think that can be really empowering, especially people who come from a background that doesn't support the life that they truly want to live and it's unfortunate that people might have had parents or authority figures in their life that really beat down their mentality and created negative programming that hasn't allowed them to fully embody the true authentic being that they are and i don't know why the human psychology works this way i'll never know but it does and programming is such a real thing. And I found that I'm able to enjoy the present moment more and stillness more. And I am in more joy because I affirm to myself day in and day out, I am abundant in joy. I am abundant in peace. I am abundant in stillness. And I am abundant in love. And when I first started doing those, the back of my mind would kind of be like, you're kidding yourself if you think this is going to work. But on a scientific level, it does. Because you are reprogramming your mind. And it's such a powerful tool when you begin to learn the power of this. Use it to your advantage. Anybody can do it. Anybody. And just by speaking it out loud or even writing it down empowers it so much more. Just 
if it's hard for you to see on a spiritual level or resonate with it on a spiritual level, look at it from a scientific view. It is quantum physics. It is epigenetics. It is just simply is. There is no reason not to. There is no reason not to at the end of the day. If you can change the way that your mind controls your conscious reality, why wouldn't you? If you live in a state of fear, why wouldn't you, even if you don't believe it right in the beginning, why wouldn't you sit down with yourself just for two minutes a day and affirm to yourself, I am free of fear. I am free of fear. I am free of fear. And watch, watch that change your life. Don't believe me? Try it. That's all I have to say. Don't believe me? Try it. I am a firm believer in this because it has been backed up by scientific evidence on brain scans. The first seven years of your life, of anybody's life, is very, very critical because you are in theta. And just be aware of the children that you speak to and how you speak to them because they are observing and downloading that information that you're feeding to them. Be conscious of your authority over them. Even my little sister, I'm actually really excited to see how her brain function turns into her conscious reality when she's older because my parents, my dad and my stepmom are a lot more mature now and aware of this. And she is surrounded by love. She is the most loving little girl that I know. I've never seen a child like this in my life. The most patient, the most kind, the most giving, the most silly. Because all that she is observing and learning all the time is that. I'm not saying she's not going to deal with her own traumas. But I think she's going to be a lot more equipped than me and my other siblings. Because we went through a lot more adversity. Which builds character as one would say. But still, I think it's really powerful. If I ever do have kids, I'm really going to practice this with them. Whether it's sit them down, allow them to sit in front of a mirror when they are obviously able to speak and help them conceptualize these ideas. To tell them that they are worthy, to tell them that they are strong, to tell them that they are loved, to tell them that they are enough. Because those simple thought patterns and programs damage human society. And it becomes this internalized programming of evil and in return is portrayed into the desire for power, the desire for validation, the desire for money and greed and sex. All because deep within us, the programming tells us that we're not enough. So we look for external things to validate that when we really could just sit down with ourselves and repeat to ourselves day in and day out, I am enough. I am enough, I am enough, I am enough. And I think that this information gets really lost and I'm really glad that society, I'm really glad that the internet is allowing this. It's a huge positive within the internet. And I'm just very grateful to have stumbled upon it a couple months, a year ago or so. It was empowering. It was very empowering and has changed my life tenfold. So Saturday, I had a really euphoric journaling session and I hadn't journaled for a little while prior but that was okay I'm honestly not forcing myself to it's just a matter of when I feel called to I will or when I'm having the desire to or when I don't want to engage in things that are mindless I will put in the discipline and sit down with myself so Oh, I've also, simple little things I've been doing that have literally changed my life in just moments is I'm eating outside more. I'm 
not nearly watching my phone as much when I eat. I try to really just eat in the present moment. I'm not going to always be perfect about that. I, it's the human 3D world. You got to indulge sometimes. Or I'll just listen to music while I sit outside and eat. And I found that food tastes a lot better, <laughs> weirdly enough. Um, and then I also have been very conscious of the music that I am listening to. I want to listen to music that allows me to affirm to myself the programming that I want to believe and the reality that I want to live and the manifestations that I want to have. Anyway, I journaled a little bit on Saturday and I had a really amazing session and I just wanted to share it. That's all. I just wanted to share it. Also, not apologizing. I'm just telling you that I'm very aware that this is a very chill podcast session today i i'll get into it a little bit before i read but i am going to maps today which is absolutely crazy uh, i leave around 5 p.m tonight for miami and then i'm staying in the hotel wake up and it's an all-day physical and then after that i'll be just deciding my job and moving forward and I'm hoping that I can release one more episode before I leave. So this is definitely not the last one. But as soon as I can get my computer and mic at my dormitory, whatever you want to call it, my room, then I will be recording once again. But it's going to be two months of no episodes. So I apologize in advance. I was having a lot of gratitude when going into this journal entry and I'm really obsessed with poetry, I always have been. Some journal entries are more about my day-to-day and what went on, and then some are more about that exact moment, all the feelings I'm feeling and what I'm learning and my wishes and desires and the reality that I'm creating within this mind of mine because the mind is such a powerful tool that allows us to really grasp what it means to be at peace with ourselves. So something that I wrote down, I just feel like sharing. I have other journal entries, but this is the one that I wanted to share. It's been exactly 17 days since I last journaled. 17 days of change, 17 days of growth. I'm finding so much peace and stillness in simply being. The way the sunlight hits the leaves of my avocado tree or simply the winds whisper against my skin. My yoga practice becomes more and more empowering as the days trickle on. A sense of grounding, the space within me that holds nothing but love. Pure excitement, pure joy, a euphoric embodiment of a presence beyond what my human consciousness could ever fathom. Here's where I am living. It's quite wondrous that every human has a different path, a different story to tell. I am so entirely grateful to live this one. A life that chases after adventure and self-love. A life that knows no bounds regardless of fears and self-doubt. In all my humility, in all my uncomfortability, I am empowered to be better, to love better. The physical and psyche are undeniably inevitable. They make this life what it is, but I do not identify myself as such. The energy of this life force within me drives me to fall in love with creation each and every moment. A romance between the self and all that isn't. The understanding of the connection to it all. Accepting every emotional state, accepting the temporary and change. Stepping aside from physical desire to appear a certain way. 
I do not need to fixate or worry because the health and light that shines within inevitably radiates outward. I cannot hold this being back from what she desires. Doing so will only distress the soul. I cannot force anyone to agree with the life I live, but I do respect it just as I can only hope they'd respect mine. I am not the body. I am not the ego. I am not the mind, and I am surely not just the source. I am all. I must love this to accept it. Although I dream of the day I practice yoga in India, climb the most splendid mountains in Oregon, or swim deep within the oceans of Hawaii, I know there is no certainty. Whatever way life unfolds, I trust. What's meant to be will be. I wish to find stillness even in the chaos, and wisdom even in the adversity. May it be so. Thank you, God. I am in true movement with your creation. I am forever grateful. I was literally just sitting outside when I was writing that and just basking in creation and loving just being. I'm just literally falling in love with life every single moment. And yes, there is struggle. Yes, there is annoyance. Yes, there's irritation, but I accept it. Adversity is inevitable suffering is inevitable and to cling on to something or a moment and be afraid that it's going to escape your grasp is suffering and instead just enjoying it living in it in that present moment and letting it pass is freedom it's the simplicities that make me happy and I did write in there which I actually used to talk about a lot but I didn't really believe in myself until now I really do think that after my contract is up and I'm hoping I'm still podcasting by then. I'll definitely be making content by then. I want to go to India. I'm already certified. I totally forgot to say this. I don't know if I've ever said this before, but I am certified to teach yoga. I did learn from somebody who has a lot of Eastern world ideology, which I love. It's very hard to find that in the Western world. Truthfully hard to find that. Um, so that's why I want to go to more Eastern practitioners and gurus in learn whether that's in Bali or India or wherever I end up. I just want to get certified again, being older and more mature and having better focus because I was 16 when I got certified. Yes, I learned a lot, but there's no, there was not the same amount of focus or desire that there is there now. It used to be very ego-driven because I wanted to just be a teacher but teacher trainings are more than just becoming certified to teach. It's the experience and the education that you get from it. It's unmatched beyond just taking classes. I know it costs a lot of money, but it's well worth the money for me. And I'll be able, I could pay for it right now if I wanted to, but I'm going into the Air Force. I'm going to save up a bunch until then. And I don't know, just enjoy every single day. I don't know what else I want to talk about. <laughs> Oh, yeah, actually I do. So I was reading a page from my book. My podcast has literally just become me reading shit <laughs> and talking about how much growth I'm going through. So I was reading a page in my book called The Universe in a Single Atom by the Holiness, the Dalai Lama, the 14th Dalai Lama to be exact. And there was something in here that... I wish I could read, but I'm still trying to articulate myself. And it was so much that I even had to have my boyfriend read it to me. I just couldn't grasp it. And it's the theory of emptiness. 
and on a simple level, I think, I don't know, but this is the way that I've interpreted it. It's understanding that as much as you want to control every aspect of your life and think that you can cling on to something forever or something is going to be a certain way. Like I said, this is still like very hard for me to conceptualize in my mind. I think what it's trying to say is that nothing is guaranteed and that the energy that this world is holding is on a simple terms empty and anything is possible at any moment. So to think that this is a really stupid example. But say you're trying to walk in a straight line perfectly and then somewhere out of nowhere, someone or something pushes you. And I think it's the idea of accepting that that can or can't happen. I'm going to read it just a little bit, see if you understand it. In simple terms, the fundamental truth of, quote, the way things really are, end quote, is described in the Buddhist writings as, quote, emptiness, end quote. I'm just going to read a little bit of it so you guys can try to understand it, but what I did underline, and I had to define a bunch of words, but at its heart is the deep recognition that there is a fundamental disparity between the way we perceive the world, including our own existence in it, and the way things actually are. According to the theory of emptiness, any belief in an objective reality grounded in the assumption of intrinsic independent existence is untenable. All things and events, whether material, mental, or even abstract concepts like time, are devoid of objective, independent existence. I literally have had to read this over and over and over again to get it in my mind because I'm an overthinker and I just want to understand everything that I'm reading. I don't want to just read a book and not learn from it. I just really respect this Dalai Lama because although he was brought up in Buddhist teachings and um, the spiritual world, he still went out of his way to travel, to meet different scientists, to meet people that practice quantum physics or epigenetics or just mechanical physics or Hinduists or Christians. He went out of his way to bring diversity into his perspective so he didn't feel so limited to what he was taught his whole life. And I think at the end of the day, what he's trying to tell you is that nobody really knows. You must experience these ideologies yourself in order to understand the functions that they play in this life. One thing that I really enjoyed that I did underline, and then I'll wrap this up because I do have to head out, but science deals with that aspect of reality and human experience that lends itself to a particular method of inquiry, susceptible to empirical observation quantification and measurement, repeatability and intersubjective verification. More than one person has to be able to say, yes, I saw the same thing, I got the same results. In addition to the objective world of matter, which science is a masterful at exploring, there exists the subjective world of feelings, emotions, thoughts, and the values and spiritual aspirations based on them. If we treat this realm as though it had no constitutive role in our understanding of reality, 
We lose the richness of our own existence and our understanding cannot be comprehensive. Reality, including our own existence, is so much more complex than objective, scientific materialism allows. I think what I learned best from that chapter is that although it's extremely okay to believe in science and it's your it's facts it's right there in front of your face science cannot explain how the world was created it can try but there is no exact scientific proof that has been verified yet there's the big bang theory yes of course the best way i can put this is there's so much room for interpretation so much fucking room and that makes life this beautiful wonderful unknown creative thing and I'm finding that I fall more and more in love with my life the more I practice the simple things the more I appreciate the simple things the less that I look forward to an event and just embrace the now as simple as just laying in my bed the other night I literally put on a song I love I love them I really do recommend if you're into rock uh great Avon Fleet they're very like 70s, 80s, not 80s, more 70s vibes. Um, but they're a lot more modern in a sense that their band was only made like three or four years ago. And I've been listening to them since 2017. But again, sometimes as I'm adding more music to my library, I forget. And I was looking back on things that I used to listen to and I absolutely love them. They have a song called When the Curtains Fall. And I put my headphones in and... <laughs> I laid on my bed and I had such a euphoric experience and I was filled with so much gratitude because you can feel the emotion through his voice. Josh is an amazing singer and the whole band, they're just great. And another artist that I've really been listening to lately that makes me feel like I'm a mountain valley girl, (laughs) one day, one day, is Logan Bowden, especially I think he has a song called Yellow Flowers and Atlanta. Those songs are so amazing. I really do recommend them. They bring my heart so much peace. But I will say that although I woke up this morning really early and I journaled and I did my yoga and I meditated for a bit and I went for a run and I went to see sunrise. Yesterday, the irony of yesterday is that I didn't do shit besides go grocery shopping for my mom. That's it. And Air Force paperwork. That's it. Besides, I literally didn't meditate. I didn't journal. Wait, I did journal. I didn't meditate. I didn't even do any yoga. I didn't work out at all. And I have been affirming to myself that that doesn't change my worth. Doing more or less doesn't change my worth in this world. Being as I am makes me enough. Because I am enough. As are you. You don't need to work out a certain amount. You don't need to eat a certain amount of calories. You don't need to lose a certain amount of weight. You don't need to achieve a certain goal to be enough. You as you are, are enough. Of course, be ambitious. Don't limit your happiness to something that may or may not happen. And I didn't understand for so long that my happiness comes from within. I really didn't get it. And the more that I live it, the more that I do understand. Is that The only way to be happy when you would do achieve those goals is to already be happy now. And that comes through practices, that comes through affirmations, that comes through finding fulfillment in the simplest of things, that comes from being present and accepting your reality and loving this life. Although it's not perfect, 
although there's adversity, it is simply imperfect. I am grateful that you guys showed up today. I'm grateful that you listened to this nonsense rant, but I'm glad that I got to document this part of my life. I am headed to the gym once again, and then I'm headed to Miami tonight. And I'm actually vlogging my whole day today, and maybe one day I'll upload it, but I just thought it would be fun. I've been vlogging since I was 13 or 14. I have like a 30 minute vlog of my Colorado trip a couple years ago. I have like a 25 minute vlog of my Costa Rica trip eight years ago. <laughs> I've always loved storytelling and filmmaking and my imposter syndrome made me believe, again, it was programming that I wouldn't make it, that who would I be for anyone to be, even want to watch my content? Who am I to think that my content is enjoyable even though I put my heart and soul into it and it makes me happy? I'm not doing it for anything else besides it makes me happy and I love storytelling and I love filming and I love editing. It's tiresome but it's worth it. It's worth seeing your projects come to life. Make sure that you're practicing your affirmations. Don't just say you will. Take five minutes out of your day. I know that you have that. I know you've got five minutes in your day because if you've got 30 minutes to watch an episode of something or an hour and a half or two hours to watch a movie you have five minutes to change your life, to affirm to yourself that you are enough, that you are loved, and that you are worthy. No external thing is ever going to fulfill that same part in you that your own mind can. Remind that to yourself. I know this was very melodramatic and calm. That's usually how I am. I'm not very crazy. I'm just typically a chill, chill person. Um, it takes a lot for me to get worked up, but I'm very excited for these moments to unfold, yet anxious, and I'm aware of that, but I'm letting it come and go. Reach out to me on Instagram at hannah.horn, H-A-N-N-A-H dot H-O-R-N, or add me on Snapchat at hannahorn111. You are very appreciated. Um, thank you for all the love and all the support, and I can't wait to continue this journey. I'll see you in the next one.